Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, we're going to do the SEC tier list from the week in college football gone by. Week seven, we're already through seven weeks. Um, the season is flying by. I had some good games across the SEC. We'll obviously um, kind of rehash a little Mizzou, Kentucky a couple uh, days later here uh, when we get to that game. So we'll talk uh, all the action in the SEC. We're going to do quick hits, and then we'll finish out with our fraud rankings uh, to close the show. Wild week uh, in the NFL. So plenty to dive into. There was a lot of good uh, candidates for for the fraud rankings. I have a feeling Kenny had a bit of a field day. Uh, with those this week uh, but yeah really great show for you guys and it's all presented by bet online football is back and bet online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering with all the up-to-minute uh, stats news and scores and matchup breakdowns get the latest game odds spreads and totals from the nfl and college football right at your fingertips with bet online's real-time updates on statistics news and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and super bowl bet online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests anywhere anywhere available online We'll have our best beats segment uh, as per usual later on in the show. Uh, I have some sicko football bet that I'm excited to uh, um, share from Bet Online. Um, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V Believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts and the unwritten rule starts right now. Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Monday, October 16th. This is just a reminder, everybody. I know we did the recap back on Saturday um, for everyone. Mizzou football is 6-1. and one. Uh, It has been a... Phenomenal start to the season for the Tigers, and we're going to get to them. We know we talked about their game a bunch, um, and they will obviously have a, a fairly high place in the SEC tier list uh, this week that we're going to start. And actually, we will we will start with Mizzou, Kenny and Peyton, just diving right into it. Um, the tier list this week, obviously a couple teams on by. There were some good games elsewhere um, as well. Alabama was tested. We'll get to them. We're going to start in our usual tier, um, which is, of course, the Georgia tier. But guess what, guys? George is not in that tier this week. That tier belongs to one man and one man alone. And that is your QB one, Luke Bauer. Luke Bauer is in the Georgia tier. Um, had, you know, a moment to literally turn around the game for Mizzou in just crazy wild fashion. We talked all about it on Saturday. So congrats, Luke Bauer. I think he's it's like him and maybe Luther Burden are like the only two who have cracked the Georgia tier so far this season. So, you know, good. Good for him. Have to give him his praise again for the fake punt. That will be the clip that starts the Mizzou um, Gator Bowl DVD. DVD. So <laughs> rest easy, Mizzou fans. Uh, Luke Bowers' uh, touchdown pass on the fake punt made it as number one on ESPN's top 10 plays. Uh, that's pretty fun to see, especially for a guy when you look at his profile on the Mizzou website, did not appear in any games, did not appear in any games, redshirted the season, majoring in business are the only four notes that you can see. And he's el- he has eligibility till 2025. 
Luke Bauer should never lose that punting job. There should be one player every college football program just gets to have unlimited eligibility for, and Mizzou's it should be Luke Bauer. He just gets to stay for as long as he wants until he retires from football. It was a beautiful, a beautiful moment. Um, moving on, boys. So Georgia normally in the Georgia tier. I move them down one rung below. I'm calling this the maybe human tier. The Bulldogs almost left too much time on the clock for Vandy on the road. We talked about the construction site. Um, I know I teased it when Kenny and I went on the Believe Kentucky podcast. Georgia 37, Vanderbilt 20. They did eke out the win, but I mean, is this team? Is this team human? We saw the Auburn, a little bit of a shaky game there too. Yeah, look, Gabe DeArmond put it best in one of his Mizzou postgame shows one time. Expecting college kids to go out and play 100% perfect every week is completely unrealistic. Um, Kenny, your dogs are going wild. Uh, so, um, Georgia is still far and away the best team in my eyes until they prove otherwise. And I've seen nothing but wins this year. So I'm not going to punish them for having a bit of stumbles along the way. If every team is going to have that, that's still the best. Team. It's good that their bye week comes this week as well. Kind of get back on track. And um, in week nine, the Bulldogs are facing Florida on the road, which is always a big game each year. So I think they'll they'll get they'll get right against the Gators. That's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them in there for you know just conversation starter. Um, but you know, you can ask Joe Burrow, we'll get to NFL. You can ask Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Don't apologize for winning. Um, no matter how it comes. I mean, it's a, it's a dub in the end. Uh, only other note I remember just to point out, obviously Brock Bowers got hurt in this game. I think he's going to have surgery. So, but I think he'll be fine. Obviously they have the bye week like Peyton said. Okay. Maybe they are vulnerable. then. That's bad. (laughs) If they have no Brock Bowers. Um, I did just see that news, but maybe human, we don't know. Mizzou goes there in a couple weeks. Uh, down the road, have to get through South Carolina first. And speaking of Missouri, we'll do them first. Uh, the first of four teams and putting in the winner tier, of course, Mizzou. We talked all about it, so you guys can just quick hit on maybe anything you missed, anything you want to add. Now, a couple days removed from that win over Kentucky, but I'm putting Missouri in the the winner tier this week firmly. Uh, just one thing I want to add on Missouri. Um, I went back and watched the highlights yesterday. Um, I'll give some props to the O-line, believe it or not. Uh, Cameron Johnson, The yes, the penalties are a big part of playing O-line. He's got to clean those up. Man, he can just straight move some people in the run game, though. I mean, he had the key block that sprung um, Cody Strader's 19-yard touchdown. Armand Membu, he was good. Xavier Delgado continues to impress. Um, so I just noticed that. Um, get through South Carolina, man. Uh, get there. Get to the bye seven and one. Maybe if Brock Bowers is out, uh, who knows what can happen down in Athens? Probably not good things. But Tigers uh, enter this week at number twenty in the nation. Uh, that's the highest rank that the Tigers have been under Eli Drinkwitz. So that's a cool thing to see as well. Uh, we talked, I think, during the um, a recording of the the recap. We were kind of projecting where they would sit. And I think 20 was around that range it was 20 inside the 20 to 25 and um, good spot there for the Tigers. Yeah. Good thing to point out. Cause obviously we didn't know after the recap, but we, we touched on where we thought they might've been ranked. And so yeah, 20 heading into South Carolina, obviously get the benefit too of um, the literal what 23 through 25 all losing. I think last week there was a 
it was a shakeup at the bottom of the AP poll. Um, you know, so. but uh, yeah, shout out Mizzou getting the dub. Uh, other three teams, I got Tennessee in there. We'll go to them. Um, this was this was I felt a pretty big game for both these teams. Beat Texas A and M, dropping Texas A and M to four and three. We'll get to them, but Tennessee twenty to thirteen over the Aggies. They moved to five and one, jumped up a little bit on the AP poll as well. So um, that'll be a big game. Mizzou obviously still has to play them, um, but Tennessee still looking pretty good. I know Joe Milton has some you know mixed reviews, I would say, but they they managed to squeak out a win here. Um, the Vols did. I don't even think they're mixed reviews. He's just been bad. Um, there's <laughs> really no way around it. It's the least Josh Heupel team ever. Uh, they really are winning games with their defense and their run game, which is bizarre. Those were the two things people were worried about with Josh Heupel uh, going forward. Uh, but, hey, you don't apologize for having only one loss, and it's kind of inexplicable they lost to Tennessee. Or Florida, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, this quarterback battle is just disgusting. Uh, we gave Max Johnson a lot of praise. The game was close. It was 16 for 34 for 223 yards, no touchdowns and two picks. First, Joe Milton, who was 11 for 22 with 100 yards, a touchdown and a pick. It, these guys should be like ones that put up a lot of stats. I mean, they were, you know, maybe not. I guess Joe Milton did have a little bit of hype because of that arm strength coming into the season. But, man, this is just a gross quarterback battle. Averaging 6.6 yards a pass and four and a half for pass. Oh, geez. Like, I, I, I would have thought this game would have been a lot more fun. It was close. Like, we kind of expected these two teams seemed on a, a similar play uh, play level. But, man, that's a disgusting quarterback battle. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, only other note I have is shout-out. Yeah, Peyton mentioned the run game. This guy, Jalen Wright, junior out of Durham, North Carolina. He has 571 yards and a touchdown. Uh, rushed for 136 on 19 carries. So, maybe a name to watch going forward if that's where uh, Tennessee's offense Seems to be headed. Um, another team easily in the winners this week. LSU got things done uh, in another. They played another game against another Tigers team. Back to back weeks beat Auburn um, this past week, uh, forty eight to eighteen. Blew them out in the Bayou. Jane Daniels, man. I mean, what else can you say? That's a elite team. I don't really care what their win loss is. There is so much talent on that offense in particular. I think we kind of knew this result was going to be that lopsided when we previewed this. It's almost by transitive property that LSU is the most dominant Tiger team in the NFL, or not the NFL, in NCAA this year, uh, in the FBS, that is, because they beat Mizzou, who beat Memphis. They played a close game against Florida State, who beat Clemson. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> going on there for the Tiger teams, and I think – I mean, it's pretty pretty easy to say LSU is the best Tiger team, though. Uh, I don't even think it's close. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good web, though. I like that. I like that. Uh, the transitive property theory. Yeah, they just look really, really good. And we'll get to maybe some of Auburn's woes uh, when we get to them in a second. Final team I put in the winner. I really didn't know. I mean, you could again. Speaking of not apologizing for winning, um, you know, Alabama is the last team I put in this winter tier 24 to 21 over the hogs of Arkansas on homecoming in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, again, don't apologize for winning. They got things done. We'll get to Arkansas in there and their woes, but you know, they were, this game got a little nervous, uh, in the second half, but Alabama, uh, still managed to pull out the win and avoid disaster, uh, last week. 
This is one of the most interesting Nick Saban teams I've ever seen. Um, They have flashes of really great play. I mean, that first half was really good. It's everything you wanted to see from the defense in Jalen Milrow. And boy, did Milrow not play well in the second half. But he made a couple throws at the end, especially that one second and 13, I think it was, throw. Horrible decision. It was in between three defenders, but it was an elite throw. Um, so they got it done. Uh, there's, uh, it just depends on which Alabama's going to show up. Yeah. For these two teams that have been a lot of offense the last couple of years, just another really kind of sloppy day, just an inconsistent day. KJ Jefferson still not seeing that same quarterback that dominated the sec for two years. Um, even 14 for 2450 yards through the air and two touchdowns. Uh, I don't really know what's, you know, going wrong for him, but man, you know, he was a guy that we brought it up last week that Eli Drinkwitz was hoping that wouldn't come back and would just explore a professional opportunity, but uh, it's just not looking like a good season for the Razorbacks. Yeah. Um, D- Dan Enos, who is at Alabama is not, it has not seemed to click with them for Arkansas, but we'll get to them. Um, I know Alabama, they, I was watching this game. They gave me a lot of like reminders of, of old Mizzou at times. They had a really stupid penalty that helped Arkansas score to get back into it. I think it was a face mask. Yep. Um, they, they hurt themselves with like bad O-line play at times too. It was, it was very Missouri, a very Missouri win for Alabama. Um, but again, wins a win. They're in the winner tier and, and still firmly in that, you know, could have a path to the playoff still, um, which is obviously what Nick Saban wants every year. So we'll see where they go. Big game this weekend. We'll get that in the preview against Tennessee. Um, next tier. I think I'll let Kenny go first for this one. This is the back tier because me and Peyton, I think finally have been forced to maybe admit, yes, it was over South Carolina, but Florida in dramatic fashion got things done and Florida might be back folks. I'm putting them in the back tier. Kenny, you have been riding the wave of the Gators uh, all year. And Mr. Mertz, he had a good game, Florida 41, uh, South Carolina, 39, Florida's back. It's time to abolish the, uh, Ultimate Frisbee, Frisbee tier because Graham Mertz went 30 for 48. He was slinging it 423 yards, three touchdowns. He did have a, a lower QBR than Spencer Riley. We also had a pretty good day, 23 for 30 for 313 yards, four touchdowns and a pick. He also ran for 46 on the ground. Overall, great day for Graham Mertz. Getting, this, getting the feel of it, feel of the SEC. This one was on the road as well. Uh, I brought it up last uh, – or during the the recap that Shane Beamer can't uh, get out of a press conference on blaming someone else. I think he should have gave some credit to Graham Mertz. He's him. That would require Shane Beamer not thinking about his own image the whole time, but we'll get to South Carolina. Um, No, yeah, this was damn annoying. Uh, I had Florida as like a shoe-in win for Mizzou. I thought it was the second easiest win for Mizzou on on the SEC slate behind Vanderbilt, obviously. Um, but I got, I got to give some credit to Florida begrudgingly. They've been better than I expected. I still think Mizzou should win that game because Florida is not scoring 40 points again this year. That is, they just don't play that style. South Carolina, man, they will get to them, but boy, it is a struggle over there in Columbia, but Florida, give them credit. I mean, they ran, they ran off a 10 point deficit in the final five minutes. Yeah, congrats. Well done, Kenny. Florida's back, at least for this week. 
Um, next tier, got to have the bye week tier. Only teams on bye this week, both the Mississippi schools. Uh, Ole Miss next week is on the road at Auburn, and Mississippi State is in the battle of mid against Arkansas. Only note I have, congrats to Mississippi State for finally getting out of the dog water tier for a week, and they didn't even have to play football. Um, that might be the only way they get out of that. Uh, they stink. Um, next tier, I'm calling it the play with heart tier. We teased it a little bit when we talked about Georgia. I'm putting Vanderbilt in this one above the rest of the losers. You know, they're, they're home at the construction site. It's, it's kind of a laughing stock of a home field advantage. It seems like around the sec, but you know what they, if they had some more time on the clock, that game could have gotten very weird in the fourth quarter, um, scored 13 points to, to, you know, come within, Ooh, this is a little weird tier i guess situation i guess against georgia so shout out to vanderbilt for at least at least challenging there they battled i mean penn seals was that quarterback again aj swan still not healthy um and they made it a little interesting they got me to at least check what was happening uh, right carson beck <laughs> threw a terrible interception which i guess means that georgia deserves to be dropped in the rankings um, but he also laid out a dude, but Vanderbilt was able to score a, a play later. But Vanderbilt, I mean, they took out Brock Bowers. That's like big time. Um, and obviously they weren't trying to hurt Brock Bowers. because That could have seismic implications for the SEC. The Mizzou Tigers beat Vanderbilt by 17 on the road. The Georgia Bulldogs beat Vanderbilt by 17 on the road. Something to think about going forward. Uh, when Mizzou plays uh, Georgia in two weeks. There you go. Also scored more. Yeah. Good scored point. one more point. point. One, one more point. Um, yeah, so shout out to Vanderbilt for playing with heart. Um, loser tier. I think the first team we'll go to is, is, is the most interesting one here. Loser tier first team, I want to offer you guys Texas A&M. We talked about Tennessee, but A&M now 40, or 4 and 3 on the year. Um, what is your guys' assessment of, of this Jimbo season? You know, how, like, you know, it's, it's, it hasn't gone well, but obviously their losses haven't been to, to too bad of opponents. I mean, Tennessee and Bama being two of them, you know, those are good teams, but still not in the best place at this point in the year for, uh, for the Aggies. Oh, Jimbo. Um, it's just the gift that keeps on giving this program. I really do enjoy Texas A&M in like a sick, sick way like because it is just a circus show every single week with them i mean they have literally all the talent in the world to be elite level beating elite level teams and they just don't do it i mean that was a game they needed so desperately against tennessee and they didn't get it um jimbo fisher's buyout is like 77 million dollars or something insane uh, Max Johnson looked absolutely horrible. Uh, it's just better luck next year, Aggies. I don't know. It's a mess. I liked a, a good uh, message board screenshot I saw where Texas A&M will go seven and five, have one of the best recruiting classes ever under a new coach, seven and five, seven and five fired. And it just, the cycle continues for Jimbo Fisher. I think seven and five is still obtainable. Uh, after the buy this upcoming week, South Carolina, at home, Ole Miss on the road, Mississippi State at home, Abilene Christian at home, before you face LSU on the road at the end of the season, which is probably it's likely going to be a loss. Max Johnson probably doesn't take down his former team on the road. Those are four wins, four, four games that, uh, that the Aggies should come away with. Uh, Ole Miss could be a test on the road, but Ole Miss has played close at home 
um, even though they are a top 15 in the nation. I would I would think that there's four wins right there. Yeah, we'll see. They're in, it's just a weird situation. And yeah, I, that's a good take. The cycle just keeps on repeating for, for the old Aggies. Um, other losers put South Carolina in here, lost to Florida, and now two and four in uh, this season and coming to Columbia, battle the Columbia's um, in Como next week. Do they stand a chance? Absolutely. I mean, they're still very talented. Xavier Leggett is an absolute game breaker with his speed. That is a guy I am very concerned about. I am concerned um, about Mizzou. We'll get more into this in the recap later this week, but Mizzou's pass defense against Spencer Rattler and Xavier Leggett and that whole passing offense in general, I think is going to be a challenge. Uh, South Carolina still doesn't really have a run game going, but man, I really hope they beat Shane Beamer. I am. This guy is just incapable of taking blame on himself. There was that whole clip about how he's blaming the players that have coverages that work and they just can't execute. And it's like, at some point I'm like waiting for him in this clip to say, and that falls on me as the coach to make sure that they're able to execute. Like, Drinkwitz has done that a million times. Shane Beamer doesn't do it, ever, ever. It is never his fault that they lose a game, ever. It's the chain gang eating a hot dog. It's the blown coverage. It's never him. Um, I mean, South Carolina, I mean, they gave up a fourth and ten conversion on a screen pass. Uh, this week. I mean, that defense is a mess. It's just a bad situation in South Carolina, but they're still obscenely talented, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They have playmakers that can absolutely on any given day beat a team. Mizzou cannot overlook this one. Spencer Rattler might not be the quarterback that a lot of people are expecting at Oklahoma. It might not be, He's not living up to the hype that he once had. He's still a very talented quarterback. Uh, he can throw it. He can run it. It just depends which Spencer Rattler you're going to see. He's shown weaknesses last season, this season. Um, Mizzou really you know, locked him up last year on the road. Just depends if what Spencer Rattler you're going to see and if Mizzou can stop him again. A word of caution from Kenny and Peyton. This team might be better than their 2-4 and four record suggest maybe if their coach would take a little bit of uh, uh slack for once um all right dog water tier uh this might be a little mean to put a five and two team in the dog water tier it was just ranked but i'm putting kentucky in here fellas because as much as we talked extensively about mizzou uh fi- finding out a way to win this game kentucky um dug themselves a pretty deep hole and found a way to lose it as well with penalties and devin leary it's just not working yeah i believe in I saw a, a stat from, I think it was Vinny Hardy, who we had on the show last week. I believe in, other than the first, if you take out the first quarter where they absolutely dog-walked Mizzou 14 nothing, they're being outscored, I think it was 89-20 to 20 in seven of those, in those seven quarters. Um, it was, I mean, Mark Stoops had all the momentum in the world going into Georgia, they get absolutely destroyed. I think that game was that that might have broken Kentucky season. Uh, Mark Stoops complains about teams not buying or fans not buying NIL packages or whatnot, and then they get outscored thirty-eight to seven in the final forty-five minutes against Missouri. So uh, there, it's messy in there in Lexington. It's looking like another seven and five year. If we had a fraud ranking, uh, Kentucky would be number one. 
for college football. I uh, did not deserve to be ranked and Mizzou took their spot in the AP poll after a, a pretty big win. So uh, that's, that's where I kind of stand with the wildcats. Yeah, I agreed. It's, it was a little fraudy and Mizzou exposed him in the end after a very bad first quarter, give Kentucky credit for that. Um, last team in the dog water tier and the last team in the sec we'll touch on this week, the hogs of Arkansas. I know they played Bama close. This also ties in guys uh, to a tier I'm putting below this. I'm putting the hot seat tier. Sam Pittman seems like he's been on it at a while uh, for a while. Peyton's teased it pretty much every week. This team's stare was staring down the barrel of two and five. They're there now uh, with the loss to Alabama and, and the hogs may not be bowl eligible. And Sam Hartman, I think it would be pretty safe to say it could be on his way out. If uh, they don't No, it's not Sam Hartman. Sam Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I realized I Kenny, give me a look. Sam Hartman played great this week. Shout out Notre Dame. Um, but yeah, Sam Pittman could be on his way out if uh, the Hogs don't turn things around quickly. Yeah, I'm heartbroken to report that Arkansas did not win any of those four games and is now the greatest two and five team ever, um, as dubbed by everybody on Twitter. Um, it's just so sad to see how mighty Sam Pittman and the Hogs have fallen. It maybe raises the question to Arkansas fans. Maybe your program isn't meant to go 10 and 2 every year. And maybe you're just a middle of the pack SEC team, just like Missouri, Kentucky, South Carolina. Maybe you're not in that upper tier of the SEC West, man. But hey, look at that schedule. I don't see four wins. Maybe they'll fire Sam Pittman. Maybe they'll bring in Tom Herman, like a lot of the fan base wants. But uh, yeah, real, real tough that they couldn't pull out a win there in Tuscaloosa. That was tough to watch. Feels like uh, some of these, some of these were Mizzou games as well. Close ones with BYU, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama, all one score games. Rest of the schedule doesn't look all that tough though, until Missouri on black Friday, you got Mississippi state at home. Florida on the road is probably a wash, but you got Auburn at home and FIU at home. You could make it interesting going into that. A Black Friday game enter at five and six with something to play for. Uh, maybe there's a, some life in the hogs. If not, uh, it's could be a fun one for the Tigers at the end of the season. Yeah, it's Come been on. a it's been a it's been a bragging rights all year long for for Mizzou fans. Um, yeah, no bragging <laughs> here. It's just sad yeah, yeah. Me. Sorry, no, we're we're really sad. I mean, for you know, we we hate to see the hogs. We hate to see those those twerps. I fail. wish they were seven um, and zero. <laughs> most false statement biggest lie ever all right good tier ever uh, good tier list everyone we uh yeah so like i said last seat or last year is hot seat sam pittman not sam hartman um so yeah we'll see where everyone stacks up next week should have a fun one uh, alabama tennessee outside of the mizzou game there's some there's some fun games um so we'll see what shakes out next week in the wild wild world of the sec and with that we will uh move on segue go over to quick hits Okay, quick hits time. Kenny, get us started. What is your jersey of the weekend? Jersey of the weekend goes to Blaine Gabbert. It's a black Mizzou one that I picked up for the homecoming game this upcoming weekend. Uh, if you see me in it, give me a shout. I doubt anyone will be because I'm going to be in the food <laughs> section. I'm going to infiltrate. No, no one's going to find me. I'm going to get back to my old roots. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool jersey. Uh, the old Nike one. It smelled like cigarettes when I opened it. Uh, it felt like someone just ripped a big one breathed it into the bag and then shipped it off to me. I didn't wash it though. I really like the smell of cigarettes. No, yeah, that's authentic. 
That's, uh, that's such a football. That's such a football like. <laughs> you, you don't wash your jerseys, too. Like, that's something you just don't oh, do. It. That's, the, that's true. You like the smell of cigarettes. That and gasoline. I can't. I, I can get behind gasoline. gasoline. I can't get behind more. cigarettes. Oh. Yeah, that's that strange. Is. It's a cool jersey, would, though. I, I thought it looked cool. That would be so funny if uh, I, I might if, if like if someone if someone came up to us while we're we're all back in Columbia, back to our roots. I know we we talked about that. We're going back this weekend. Someone came up and actually like saw us and was like, hey, don't you guys have a show? I think I might like pay them money. I'd be like, <laughs> be like, thank you. You've made my day. But that, you know, we're going to first the student section. First day I met Max Baker, a good friend of ours. He came up to me and said, you're the Jose Siri guy, right? And I was. That was my nice. peak of my life. There you so. go. There you go. Big moment. Big moment. Um, yeah, no, that'll be fun. We'll be back for homecoming if anyone's watching this. And I don't know. Come hang and he's out. Got a, but we'll be in the got a grumpy dog. Um, <laughs> my jersey of the week is going to be Michael Penix. Uh, there was football other than uh, Mizzou, Kentucky, believe it or not. Washington and Oregon played perhaps game of the year. Um this was just, I mean, this game lived up to the hype and then some. Uh, Penix had a kind of a rough stretch there in the second half, but when it mattered, I mean, that two-play drive where he found Odunze in the end zone, I mean, that was stuff of legends. So uh, that was a great game, Washington. The Huskies, man, that's a good unit over there. Yeah, this this game was, it was so much fun. Me and Peyton, we're, we're big we're big on the Huskies. Um, yeah. I ranked them number. I ranked them number two uh, in my personal AP poll, just because they're they're the best. Yeah, go Huskies! Woof woof! All the way to the college football playoff. Big win over Oregon. Um, speaking of a uh, uh, big games, other than Mizzou, Kentucky, my jersey of the week goes to kind of Caleb Williams, but you know more so this Notre Dame fan um, who, after they stormed the field after a big win where Caleb Williams played probably the worst game of his collegiate career, had three picks in the first half against the Fighting Irish as number 10 USC lost uh, in South Bend. Fans stormed the field, of course. Big win. A lot of Notre Dame. I know, like, uh, former players were there and stuff. But a fan sprinted up to Caleb Williams recording, um, asked him what his uh, fingernails said. Of course, he's he paints, you know, like for the Utah game. He said, like, F Utah on his nails and stuff. Um, just got in Caleb Williams' face, got pushed away. There's a good photo of Caleb Williams just staring kind of deadpan while this fan just got to have a nice bragging rights moment. So tough for Caleb Williams, but you know what? He's had a lot of dubs in his career. See, how how, how are you going to respond, man? We'll see. But a big win for the Fighting Irish on Saturday night uh, to defeat the Trojans. Interesting, because friend of the show, Alex Mose. Uh, who is a Notre Dame student, know, knows who this guy is. I mean, he said he's in the same grade as him. Uh, some people want this guy banned for life. I think that's a bit extreme. Uh, but, yeah, we see this all the time, really. Yeah, when you have a field storming, I, I know the other team's trying to get off as quick as possible. But it's unfortunate. But, yeah, maybe get more security people around Caleb Williams then to body them off. We saw that Mizzou video of, after the Kansas State game of students rushing the field, and one student was just yelling "fufu" to like the Kansas State guy. That was just—I don't even know who the player was, but he was just Aww. yelling at him, and uh, that just happens. I mean, it's college yeah. kids are don't really think before they do stuff, and we know that. Okay, uh, Ken Sports Shorts this week. Uh, this is going to be tied into another Missouri football, but we're not looking at records against 
different teams, different conferences. We're looking at the highest ranked recruits in Mizzou history. And this is connected to Brett Norfleet because he was the, um, uh, he had a breakout game uh, against Kentucky with the 40 yards. He's now the, the start, starting skit. tight end. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys a couple questions. This is according to 247 about who are the highest ranked uh, Mizzou recruits are all time. We're going to look at the top five. And then I'll, I'll have two bonus questions. I'm going to have you guys guess uh, who is at one, two, three, four, and five. We'll start at one, make it a little bit easier. Start at the top. Peyton, you can go first. Doriel Green Beckham. Correct. Uh, so we, we, uh, if, if I get one that isn't number two, do you, are you still counting it or do I have to name number two? I'm going to say exit. Oh, you can cast someone else. that's in the top five if you'd like. Okay. And, well, the, go ahead. Uh, it also includes players that aren't at Mizzou yet. I was going to say, I'm going to guess Williams one Correct. Is he two or is he? He's two. Okay. Three is Luther Burton. Correct. Oh boy. I uh, four and five. Right. I'll give you the positions. Yeah. Uh, they're both please. defensive tackles. Yep. Great. I know one. Oh, do you know Peyton? Sure. You, you know I know one. one for sure. Is one of them. One of them isn't. Actually, no, not, I know both. Not Sheldon. It's not Sheldon Richardson, is it? Yep, Sheldon Richardson. Number five. Okay. And the, and the other one is Terry Beckner. Correct. Terry Beckner Jr. is at four. Okay. Uh, These next three questions are going to be who are the highest ranked at each position. I'm I'm not going to do wide receiver because Doro Green Beckham was number one, Uh, but who is the highest ranked uh, quarterback in Mizzou history? According to 247. Is it me technically to guess? And then, yes. Yeah. Oh, also we should say while we're on recruiting, Ryan Wingo is getting the momentum. Huge. Even more we've oh, seen, yeah. we've been seeing on, on Twitter. I think we talked about it a little bit. Um, highest quarterback in recruit in Missouri history. Don't overthink don't th- it. It's not. Is it Locke? Nope. It's not. It's Gabbert, I believe. It's uh, Blaine Gabbert. Yes, he yep. is number one. I was going to uh, guess, yeah, one of them. Chase Daniel, next position, maybe. running back, and I don't expect you guys to get this. Oh, it's like a oh, 2004 Lord. guy, isn't it? Like around then. He likely finished his career in 2004, yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I can't know say, his name. I can't say but... I know who this is. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I'm just kidding. That's a that's a soft spot or a touchy subject. I don't know. What are his initials? Uh, DN. I don't know. Oh, wait, Daniel Nesbitt or something like that? That's a name I know. I don't know. It's there. Damian Nash who uh, tragically oh. did pass away in 2007. But he had a, a short NFL oh, career man. as well. Played There's with the, the Titans and the Broncos. Drafted in 2005 in the fifth round. Yeah, Damian he's Nash. Highest ranked. He played for River, Riverview Gardens in the St. Louis area. Um, next one, the highest ranked tight end in Mizzou history. Um. Hmm. I don't. I, it's not Winslow, is it? They didn't have recruiting back then. Good point. Is it like Ed Lucas or something? Nope. What? When did what was up? this guy recruit? Yeah. When? When was this happening? I'm not happened? gonna. That's too easy to give that. Give you guys that. Okay. Oh, Albert. Albert. Albert? Nope. Case Kaufman. Nope. Brock Ol- Ol- Olivo. 
Nope. I don't even know if that's yeah. I I don't know then. I guess. Is it? Is it? It's it's got to be someone fairly recent. Did they bring someone in that like transferred, or just North didn't like really pan out? Like they don't. They North don't uh, consider. Um, they don't consider transfers on this. No, 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 I don't mean. I mean, like they had a recruit that like left, like that maybe transferred. That wouldn't count. Or, oh wait, yeah, no, no, I would. no like Travion, yeah, Travion no. Ford I see, is. I, I, I see what he's saying. Yeah, Travion, Travion Ford is right. Ford? Is right before this guy. No, Travion I don't Ford know who it is. He left. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's Brett Norfleet. Is That's it Norfleet? Oh, okay. <laughs> he's the highest he's the highest tight end, tight end recruit ever. Ever. Wow, that is, is he kind four of crazy. He was a four star, yes. Four star. Albert O oh, comes in at so 199. Good. Wow, wow. Not a tight end, but just uh, just in overall. At, yeah, yes. I Brett Norfleet's gonna be so good, guys. Like it's just yeah, he's he's bound for a a, a fruitful career. All right, Connor Bazelak, number 71. Tyler Macon, oh. number 72. Wow, I forgot that Bazelak was actually a four star. Yeah, oh, this, this this kind of makes me sad. Number sixty nine, Xavier Simmons. Unfortunate career for him. Um, and then I talked to Jack about this. Raymond Wingo, who played at SLU, class of twenty fourteen. Uh, that's an interesting one. I wonder if he has any relation to. Yeah, Ryan do we? Wingo. Yeah, we didn't we didn't figure out if we if he's related at all. He's a corner. Well, Ryan There's Wingo will jump up. He'll jump up that list if uh, if Mizzou lands him. Momentum swinging. We'll see. Um, all right. Best beats, Kenny. Start us off. We had a we had a good week, didn't we? This this past uh or weekend. You too. Uh, we, we we had a fine week. Uh, Jack and myself, we are now at seventeen and five with our two beats hitting. Uh, for Peyton, uh, your bet did not hit. You are now eighteen and four. Louisville did not cover eight and a half. They also lost. Uh, so <laughs> looking pit. at this week, uh, you can't bet against James Madison. Yeah, uh, you got to root for James Madison. They can't Dukes. play in a bowl game. They should be able to play in a bowl game. They won't be able to play one in just yet. Uh, we got them minus four over Marshall. Yeah, six and oh. They should be bowling, but they are not. Um, I'm uh, going back to an eight and a half line here. Uh, I'm going with the Crimson Tide. They're at home, big rivalry game, Tennessee. I think they're going to eat Joe Milton alive, that defense, because this defense at Bama is getting a bit overlooked. I think Milrow has a bounce back game. Uh, and I think Bama easily covers eight and a half here. Their their secondary is really, really good, even outside of of Kool-Aid, who I think is the You're name everyone Kool-Aid. knows. Yeah, Kool-Aid's good. They're gonna get a guy, a corner named Malachi Moore back too. So they'll we'll see. I don't know. If they if they make bat sloppy like penalties and like their offense doesn't show, it's gonna be it could be ugly, but I could see it. Um <laughs> This is the uh, I tease this in the little, in our bet online uh, in the in the ad read, but uh, I'm going ultimate sicko this week. I just had to suffer through um, my my other favorite team, the Wisconsin Badgers, losing to Iowa with a, Iowa's backup quarterback. They also lost uh, both their tight ends in this game. Still beat Wisconsin 15 to six, and now they're going uh, they're at home. They're going back home to play Minnesota. The over under in this game, bet online has it at 33. I'm betting the under. No way this is a 17-16 game. Ultimate sicko Big Ten West football. The Big Ten West is terrible this year. And Iowa, undefeated when they score more than zero points. So all they need is a safety. And they're bound to win. Uh, I think my prediction is 12-8 to in favor of the Hawks. 
give me the under in the Iowa Minnesota game. You should skip homecoming and go to this game instead. <laughs> sicko, sicko football. Um, our friend of the show, Peter Camp, who is an Iowa fan, him and I were texting during the Iowa Wisconsin game. He wanted to quote wash his eyes out with bleach after he watched that, and his team won the game. So, yeah, it's welcome Oregon and Washington. This is what and UCLA, USC. This is what you're getting into. Have fun, Dirty Bird. My Dirty Bird of the week goes to Lamar Jackson. Could be a main bird as well. Um, beautiful IQ test post here uh, from uh, Wise Connector on X. IQ test, 98% of people fail. Johnny's father's name has five sons, Zays, Zs, Zys, and Zos. What is the name of the fifth son? <laughs> Lamar Jackson replied, Johnny. Uh, great reply there. Uh, the degenerate on X uh, <laughs> screenshotted it and said, great name. Dude, dude is fucking dialed. Ravens by a million tomorrow. The Ravens won 24 they did to 16. Win. Uh, those are the dirty birds and led by dirty bird of the week. Lamar Jackson. Weekend. Weekend. That was kind of a sicko game too. They should have beat Tennessee by way more in out in London. Absolute dynamite caption by the degenerate. I love Something about <laughs> the way that's worded makes me laugh, but uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, my dirty bird is a former tiger. Now mean green. Who has their logo as a bird? Um, Jay Macklin, Jamori Macklin, uh, wide receiver for uh, UNT. He was a 2019 recruit, 2020 recruit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he went off this weekend, six receptions for 163 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, good for Jamori, you know. He's uh, been at UNT for a couple years now. Seems to have settled in pretty well there. Yeah, locked in with the the mean green. I they're remember a good season, aren't they? They're three and three. They're fine. Um, I remember the recruiting class he was in was so bad he was legitimately like the second best. And it was like JJ yes. Hester was number one. New era, but glad he's finding success. Good for him. Um, my dirty bird of the week. I didn't even mean to really do this again, but sorry, Caleb Williams. It, it's you again. Um, I believe his high school's mascot was the Eagles. That is his connection to the bird. Uh, I mentioned this. He got called up by a Notre Dame fan through three picks. Notre Dame uh, crushed USC, um, an ultimate kind of bag fumble game for the the Trojans, who's now, especially with how good Washington looks, their path to the playoff might be a little difficult. And Caleb Williams may have played his way out of the Heisman conversation uh, with this three and INT performance. So tough. Yeah, no, it's over for him. <laughs> everything's off you don't want him do you want him to be your quarterback still Peyton for the Bears I'm a little bit in wait and see Drake May has, has <laughs> me a little intrigued too though but uh big I UNC mean, guy yeah for sure Definitely. uh Peyton I I wouldn't knock on that 2020 class uh actually is pretty loaded uh Ennis Drakestraw Chris Abrams Drain Johnny Walker oh Brady Cook oh. Wow. Okay. I'm Jaylen clearly Carley's, thinking of the wrong Harrison Nevis, Mitchell Walters, Drake Heismeyer. <laughs> well, there's okay, definitely well, guys there's on this team that were really pretty good. good. Was Valen Erickson in this class? He was not. I believe Valen Erickson was a freshman last year. Yeah, he was very recent. Okay, so I'm thinking of – I thought he was in the 2019 class with J.J. Hester probably. But, no, that 2020 class actually pretty good. J.J. Um, Hester was also in this class. Huh. Okay. Never mind then. Barry Odom was – recruiting God and uh, 
Eli Drinkwitz finished it off. JJ Hester was uh, one of the, the top ones. He was rated 5.7 by rivals, along with Jay Macklin, Mitchell Walters, Brady Cook, and Mantra <laughs> Edwards II. Who? No idea. Don't even remember. Him, Don't know but who that is. Moving on. Best thing I learned this week: uh, Kim Ng, uh, the former Marlins GM, the now former Marlins GM. He's out, man. Uh, the first female uh, GM in, I believe, just the major four sports, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she uh, announced her resignation this morning. Apparently, her and Bruce Sherman, the Marlins owner, did not agree on how they wanted the front office shape. Uh, so she's gone after taking the team to the postseason on a shoestring budget. Kind of surprising, but that's uh, what it is. Very unfortunate. Uh, I think it kind of plays into that she didn't promote a very special player to our hearts. That's what I'm saying. And Troy Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Didn't call him up. I don't know. All could have been avoided. Um, okay. My best thing I learned this weekend is Jack. Jack I, has a new job. Woo! He oh. now covers uh, <laughs> Alabama recruiting and basketball uh, for yep. rivals. Pretty excited for Jack to get involved in the rivals world thank you for playing hey. the clapping peyton <laughs> oh forgot. crap there it is. hey thanks guys yeah you'll probably you probably already noticed on this show i i already know more about alabama than i did all season um but yeah so you'll at least I'll, you'll have more insight i guess on on that i've i've like memorized their basketball roster already should be a should be an interesting season. They obviously beat Mizzou um, twice last year, but they're not they're not as good. Still pretty decent. Um, and yeah, you'll still get a bunch of Mizzou content for me. But I guess I'm wrapped up now in two SEC teams. So thanks, Kenny. Um, yeah, my uh, my best thing I learned this week. I have embraced the sicko in college football um, on Saturday. This comes from Sicko's committee on X. Uh, this is the drive summary I'm going to read you guys from the. Navy versus Charlotte football game that I believe ended in a 14 nothing win for Navy, the midshipmen getting it done. But this is up till halftime. Uh, let me just make sure I got it right. Punt, 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 end of half. 0 0 at halftime. Sicko football. I love it. Sometimes I wonder why teams that aren't power five play football. The midshipmen rolled 14, uh, 14, nothing. I think they're three and three. Watch out air force. They're coming. That army Navy game is going to go crazy. I'm just kidding. Shout out the air force though. What are they? 22, six and oh, beat, uh, high Wyoming high flying Falcons. Uh, all right. Ratio slash joke slash bonk slash community. Note. Uh, the ratio of the week weekend, uh, goes to chase Daniels burner. Um, Gabe matter who, is an account that has fun on X. I, I think people rag on this guy. Yeah, you're kind of missing what he's doing. Uh, he kind of just steals stuff, and then when anyone else posts something, he'll say that you stole it from him. Uh, well, Gabe Matter quote tweeted uh, Chase Daniels Burner and said, "Bro thinks I'd steal from him." Chase Daniels Burner replied, "You are you a fraud? Shit stain on the Mizzou fan base. I got nine likes." Uh, Gabe Matter just got ratioed with the, the seven replies. It's going up from this as well. And then uh, UK's next OC quote tweeted uh, Chase 
Daniel's burner post and it got zero likes, but two replies. One of those replies was from Chase Daniels burner was up to seven or was up at 11 likes with saying, damn bro, who hurt your sorry ass. So Chase Daniels burner going after some people and you can see Chase Daniels uh, burner will reply to a lot of people got the bookmarks as well. Um, so they're dialed in. It's a little inch inter Mizzou Twitter beef that we're we're putting on blast here we're on the yeah. same team here you guys <laughs> you guys are like, missing come on <laughs> people are missing the point with this game matter account it is totally ironic i mean look at his tweet from 14 hours ago literally just posting a screenshot of ryan wingo crystal balls and saying mizzou fan club keeping a close eye on this that is so funny. He stole SEC Mike's power rankings and just said there is power rankings. <laughs> this is literally perfect. I love this account. Uh, and people, people need to catch up with it. It's totally ironic. He posted somebody else's photo of them driving to the Kentucky game and said he was on the road to the Kentucky game. <laughs> like, that is so funny. It is uh, it's- the profile photo is uh, the Mizzou fan club logo and the header is from the power Mizzou logo. The bio is Mizzou beat writer, editor for Mizzou fan club, proud antler alum. It's probably definitely is a former antler just having fun. Believe with it. That, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's the- uh, I think he, he, I just realized this. He follows me on Twitter. He follows me <laughs> yeah. too. He followed, he followed all of us when uh, I, I, I posted. Oh, nice. He's yeah. going to start stealing our tweets. He's going to be like, new episode <laughs> oh, oh. from Gabe Matter, you He's guys. And it's just our, our show. He's going to steal. <laughs> I hope he steals the tier list. And if he does, we should. Just oh, like, yeah. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We, like, we quote tweet and be like, great tweet. Great tier list from Gabe Matter here this week, guys. Check it out. Be like, Mizzou fans. You should start doing SEC this on the show. <laughs> you know what? But we'll yeah, get out no. ahead of it, Gabe. Gabe Matter, you have expressed written permission to use our to spew our content on Twitter as your own. We don't care. Maybe I absolutely not, the banner, like Kenny mentioned, his header just being the Mizzou, Mizzou. part of the Power Mizzou logo is so funny. But moving on. Yeah, shout out. Um, I understand we have a community note of the week. We do indeed have a community note of the week. Uh so this comes from Dylan Dennis on X, who of course lost to YouTuber Logan Paul on Saturday. There was some YouTube boxing going on. KSI and Logan Paul uh, both fought. They did not fight each other. They fought other people. KSI lost. But Logan Paul apparently won, uh, beat Dylan Dennis uh, on a disqualification. Um, Dylan Dennis was disqualified. I'm like skimming the CBS article. I guess he was grabbing Logan Paul. But he went on X to express his uh, anger. He said, Hey, at Jake Paul, uh, your brother hits like a bitch. And if you knock me out, I'll retire forever and give everyone who likes this tweet $2,000 with the mic emoji and the shrug emoji. Um, this was immediately community noted readers adding context that says Dylan Dennis often gives often offers to give large sums of money to those who interact with his tweets. There's no evidence that he has ever paid a follower for liking or retweeting one of his tweets. So ultimate a uh, couple of L's there for Dylan Dan- Danis lost to a YouTuber got disqualified I guess and does not got owned by the community notes because I guess he does not like to share his uh his winnings even though he offers to YouTube boxing everybody YouTube boxing why is YouTube boxing a thing I don't really understand it 
it was fun when it was like KSI and Logan Paul like beefing, but now they're just like on the same team because they have the drink and then they fight other people to make money. I don't really know. It's a lore I, I have I have no input in anymore but it's turning into wwe it's all fake uh, it's both both sets both sides are making a lot of money and making fools of themselves at the same time and yeah, that was a shot at you peyton wwe sucks uh sorry that was mean fake. i'm sorry i, I you know <laughs> I don't, I, it, he, it is fake he, though why he said that uh, my the worst part of the this fight is that dylan danis went into like a position where he got on his back and put his legs up in the air kind of Almost like, what? I don't know. I can't do it. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> There's, there is a, in the fight, he gets on his back and puts his what? legs up in the air. Aren't they boxing? They're not wrestling. Yes. yes, I know. He does it as like mocking. Oh, okay. Oh, oh his significant yeah. other, what they would do. Oh, oh Jesus. Right, but right, did right. this during a fight. Th- this makes this, incredible. this makes this lead in this CBS article that said he was all like idiocy and no boxing. That makes a lot more sense now. So yeah, it's whatever. Ridiculous. It's gross. Whatever. I do like prime though. I'll just put that out there. Good drink. Um, all right. We'll segue. Uh, and we're going to finish the show. We're going to do a little NFL broad rankings. It was a wild week in football. So I think Kenny's going to have a, a field day with this one. So stay tuned for that NFL fraud rankings to close out the show. Okay. It's that time. It's the Monday show. We had NFL Sunday last week, which means it's time for the fraud rankings. Mr. Van Doren. Fraud. Fraud. This, this one's pretty easy. We got to give number five to Desmond Ritter. Finally, Losing a home game in the NFL after starting off 5-0 in his career as a starting quarterback for Atlanta. Went 26-0 at Cincinnati. Fraud. 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 Maybe it should be Taylor Heineken. Last week. And then he threw three interceptions. Fraud. Coming in at number four on the fraud ranking. Brought him up a little bit earlier during quick hits. It goes to the Tennessee Titans. We've mentioned it before. They make us think they're good, look good. They look terrible right after they lost 24 to 16. Might be time for Ryan Tannehill to call it a career. Eight for 16, 76 yards on the interception. Did get hurt in this game as well. Malik Willis, quarterback of the future. Bad. Heard that fraud, one fraud, fraud, fraud. 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 He stayed in bounds with a minute left and no timeouts. What are you doing? Back like four times. Fraud. Bad. Fraud. Uh, coming in at third place, going into the state of New York here, the Buffalo Bills. Only winning 14-9 against their New York Giants. What's going on there with the Buffalo Bills? Another weird win. Uh, Terod Taylor. Yeah, at the end of the game, too. Uh, Texans legend. You can say a legend of many teams. I was really hoping that... Is Bills legend. I was hoping Tyree yeah. Taylor could come away with a win against his former team. I also heard that the Giant. This is the Giants' first loss ever in the state of New York since they what? moved to New Jersey. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Yeah, you know. Maybe they should have, uh, you know, thrown the ball at halftime, and uh, we would have a real fraud ranking for the Bills. But they came away with the win. Worked it out. Red jerseys. Real talk. I know this is well-intentioned probably, but what was with the DeMar Hamlin windows and the ambulance? That felt really weird. was a little strange. I don't disagree. Anyways, bills are frauds. Yeah. Fraud. 
Uh, coming in at number two in the fraud ranking, number two and number one could be uh, easily changeable depending on your own feelings of how more undefeated these teams are. The Philadelphia Eagles, number Ooh. two in the fraud, fraud. rankings, losing fraud to goals. the New York Jets on the road, twenty to fourteen. Jalen Hurts, three interceptions. Eagles more like Feebles. Jalen Hurts <laughs> has lost to Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady, another quarterback getting thrown into that conversation is Zach Wilson. And Zach yeah, Wilson, him, Tim, he might be him. around the season. And 19 Taylor for 33, 186 yards. And Taylor Heineke is also in that conversation. Number one on the fraud rankings goes to the 49ers. Fraudy Niners. Niners. Oh, Not just no. Philip Walker. It's PJ Walker. 18 for 34, 192 yards. We're not going to mention the two interceptions. Big win for the Cleveland Browns taking down the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. 19 to 17 at home. Brock kind Brock of a muggy Brock. day. Brock there Brody, first, first regular season loss for Brock Brody. Brock. Brody. Luther Burden Sr. got hurt in this game, too. That is true. Uh, that, that concludes the fraud rankings for this week. Yeah, easy number one and number two. No more undefeated teams in the NFL anymore. Wild. Sad. 49ers look Stroud is undefeated when the Texans win. There you go. Banger. Thanks. Yeah, He's wow. undefeated good, when good he throws stuff, a pick. Yeah. True. yeah, he threw a pick. Finally, he's human. He's human. Um, running away with the rookie of the year race. Good NFL recap. It's a wild week of football. Um, no more undefeateds with that we will end the show uh we'll be back on friday we'll have a preview of mizzou south Carolina. actually wait a minute we got to figure this out we're gonna figure out friday's show are we gonna have a show friday yes yes we could just we'll record what well, we, re- we record on thursdays we can have we a show on friday thursday, i don't think <laughs> why or is is jack Jack, I might, we'll I might be. Part out. We, we we have to figure that out because I might be with Peyton. Well, we not might, we might have the to. Day is the thing. That's true. Oh, we, we could, could record, record Thursday because we could just record Thursday. <laughs> Live scheduling. Yeah, we'll we'll have a show Friday. We're gonna preview South Kakalaka, but we won't have a recap because we're gonna all be there. Um, so stay tuned. We'll have a we'll have a preview Thursday or Friday out. Um, looking at hopefully not a loss. Hopefully we are in a jinx. Uh, to the Missouri Tigers with us showing up for homecoming. But in the meantime, everyone enjoy your week. Uh, We will see you guys on Friday. This is the Unwritten Rule presented by Bet Online. Have a safe week.